More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Encourage you to go subscribe on the podcast. Tens of millions of monthly downloads as a result of you guys. Go subscribe to that podcast. You can also listen, certainly, on the 500-plus AM FM stations all over the country, as many of you are doing right now. And I'd encourage you to go subscribe to our uh, YouTube page where you can get video versions of some of these radio segments. We want to be everywhere that you are. You can find Buck and myself on pretty much every social media platform. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. Okay. We bring in now a friend of mine, Dan Wetzel uh, at Yahoo Sports, who has done a really great job over the years of covering court-related legal uh, proceedings that involve sports. Uh, many of you may have seen Dan in an excellent um, Netflix documentary that dealt with the Aaron Hernandez murder trials. Um, and Dan, you wrote a story yesterday. Thanks for coming on this show. Uh, you wrote a story yesterday that I read in the afternoon and immediately wanted to share with everyone um, and I'm just going to give a little bit of a background, and then I want you to kind of lay out for everybody who may not be familiar with this case. There's a great punter who punted at San Diego State. They called him the punt god. His name, Matt Areza. Uh, he was drafted by the Buffalo Bills. He was considered to be an elite kicking talent. Story comes out during what would have been his rookie year, I believe before the season even began, that a girl had accused him of gang rape really violent conduct. The Bills saw this story. It was a civil lawsuit. Uh, there was an investigation that had been ongoing criminally. Bill saw this story, cut him from the team, said he could not be a member of the team. Uh, and now, as we come up on nine some odd months after that, you have uh, written about the investigation and basically all of the claims that the girl made are 100% untrue based on what the San Diego Police Department discovered. I want you to lay out, if I if I roughly synopsize that correctly, 
And where are we? How did you come to see this story? And what do you think it says in a larger context about the lack of coverage that the vindication is getting compared to the accusation? Yeah, so thanks for having me on. The The case is this. Um, so a civil lawsuit comes out. Um, the, the police in San Diego had spent 10 months investigating the criminal charges. Was there a gang rape? This is a 17-year-old uh, girl who went to a party at uh, uh, San Diego State just off the campus. Uh, a lot of football players there and then reported she had been uh, raped uh, by multiple people. And there was an investigation with no criminal charge been filed. Um, so Ariza had kind of moved on with his life. And then the civil suit comes out and it includes just, you know, ghastly allegations, including uh, him throwing her down on a bed and then with in a room with three other men and uh, a violent, you know, 90 minute gang rape uh, goes on and she's 17 and she's uh, intoxicated and all that stuff. Um, what was always interesting was that the police hadn't charged him. Right. Um, and the San Diego police put in a recommendation of no charges. Uh, after a 10-month investigation, the prosecutor's office in San Diego County launched their own investigation into this, uh, 124 days. Uh, totally, there were 35 people interviewed that, that had been at this party. Um, they did search warrants to get video footage from phones, pictures, uh, texts, anything that they could possibly get. It was a, a, two exhaustive things. And on December 7th, the San Diego County police uh, prosecutors said, no criminal charges on Matt Ariza or anybody else. But they did not elaborate other than there's no criminal charges. And so you still had this civil suit out there, and you had no criminal charges, but that could often be, well, something might have happened, but we just can't prove it or we're just not taking on this case for whatever reason. It doesn't totally exonerate someone, and if you're an NFL team, you're a little nervous about the whole deal. This is a punter, not a quarterback. So – Nobody knew quite the details, including Areza, until very recently when what was unsealed in court was what was unsealed was a transcript of the meeting between the the San Diego County prosecutors and the, the, the girl and her attorney. And they, over an hour and 40 minutes, laid out the case on why they couldn't charge. And they went through a, a great deal of the evidence, uh, including the exculpatory evidence, the videos of what they saw and all the different stuff. And that got unsealed, and by being able to read this, it's over 200 pages of a, of a transcript, the prosecutors are basically laying out all of the stuff that makes it clear that Matt Areza, um could never be prosecuted this. And, and, you know, I think many reasonable people would say it's completely innocent here. Um, there's still a civil suit going, and you could have a trial where he's found with a preponderance of evidence, but... Uh, I think anyone that reads this will, will will certainly take and, you know, it's very interesting reading for you. Um, the most important part is the, the worst allegation is that he had thrown the girl down on that bed and led to the gang rape. In fact, through the timestamps of videos that were taken, photos, witness testimony and everything else, Matt Areza had left the party 45 minutes to an hour before that alleged gang rape, which the, the, the prosecutors don't actually believe they could ever prosecute anyone for and are cast an, an enormous amount of doubt ever occurred as a rape. Um, but regardless of what happened or didn't happen in that bedroom, Matt Areza left that party uh, an hour before. Now, there's additional, he did have an encounter with her that evening. 
He says it was consensual. She does not. Uh, there's a ton of witnesses. Uh, there is, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of evidence that suggests, uh, certainly in the, in the mind, you know, so I'll take my word for it, the San Diego County prosecutors that that was a consensual deal and there's no way to ever prosecute them on this. So if you read this, this, uh, transcript and this is now available to any NFL team to read, um, you would, you would certainly look at this case in a very different light because there's a, a tremendous amount of exculpatory evidence. Uh, pro- provided by the, the district attorney and the police uh, for Matt Arraiz's case. Um, look, I appreciate you joining us, uh, Dan. It's Buck. I just want to know the NFL side of this and, and the team that released him. Um, what, what Was their process just, we don't want even the possibility of there being any issue here? And, and do you think there's any legal remedy that Matt Arraiz may have? Yeah, so the, the Bills had said they were aware that something had gone on. They have pri- these teams have private investigators. They they investigate, uh, you know, virtually every every player in their team. All sorts of people they might possibly draft. They go to try to find stuff out to play, um, you know, get ahead of these things. So they they were aware that there was this allegation out there, but they employed him anyway. So originally they did not think it was a problem. Um, I think both the the gravity and the how graphic the allegations was, and then the public firestorm and media firestorm after the civil lawsuit came out um, is what the Bills just said, look, we can't, we're, we're just not going to deal with this. Matt needs to handle this on his own. This is a punter. Again, if he was a quarterback, they might deal with it. But you, as good of a punter as he is, you can get a, you can get a punter. Uh, it's just a matter of are you worth that, that headache. Um, so I don't know. I, I, my guess is, they have the right to cut anybody they want on those teams. The NFL is very smart with their, their contracts. Um, so I don't know that he could sit there and say I was wrongly fired uh, for this. And I don't know how much blame he can really throw on the Bills. They could have they fought and kept them. Um, but there was, there was a lot that nobody knew, including Ariza's defense team, until recently. Okay, so uh, I'd encourage you to go read Dan Wetzel's story at Yahoo Sports. It'll be up linked at clayandbuck.com. You can also find it linked in my Twitter feed, at, and you can find it certainly in Dan Wetzel's tw- Twitter feed at Dan Wetzel. Uh, last question for you, Dan. When you compare the amount of coverage that the accusation of the gang rape got and the fact that this cost Matt Areza, his job with the Buffalo Bills, his good name, and you compare the amount of coverage that I would say pretty clearly the vindication, that is the fact that he did not do this, has gotten. How would you compare the discrepancy between the two, and what do you attribute that to? <laughs> well, uh, I'm not spending a lot of time worrying about anyone else's writing, but um, I guess it's it's much less um you know, it, the accusation it might be say, hours. let's say there was a hundred uh, articles written about the accusation. The, re- yeah. the the vindication, would you say there's been four? Like, I mean, it's it's almost a hundred to one. I bet it, uh, it, it 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 may be, it may be, but we're still covering it and we're still writing yeah. about it and we're not done with it. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that uh, the sensationalism, the sensational nature of the the. Uh, of the allegation and the way it was covered was, was significant. Um, and, and it certainly hasn't been quite that level, uh, I, I would guess. But again, I'm not, 
we'll see what happens. I understand what your your point is, and it may at be at, may prove to be one hundred percent correct, and my guess it probably will. But it is still early in the story, so all I can do is my job, and I worry about the other people's. But um, you know, it's it's he is hoping that the ability to get back in the NFL camp and compete for a job rests on the American public and the fans knowing that he's the, the facts that are out there and then they can make up their mind. And it's no longer a public, it's not just a public relations battle of how could you, why would you ever have a punter that has been accused of raping a 17 year old girl? Right. Well, now if you maybe know all the details, you say, yeah, we, we want that guy. And so that's what they're throwing out there. So he, he's certainly welcoming as much media coverage as he can possibly get for the story. He's Dan Wetzel, at Dan Wetzel on Twitter. Go follow him there. You can go read this article yourself. Dan, we appreciate the time. Thanks, Clive. Thanks, Buck. Thank you. All right, Buck, when we come back, I just want to ask this question of our listeners, and I got some strong opinions, and I bet you do too, Buck. What happens when someone makes up a story like this, a vile story alleging that you were gang-raping her, that you ripped all of her piercings out, It costs you a job. Everyone judges you, drags you through the mud, and then it turns out that you're 100% innocent. This girl's name is still protected under rape shield laws. She bears almost no consequences. Shouldn't it be the case? Just want to ask this question. If you are proven to have made false criminal allegations that could put someone behind bars... And it is 100% proven that your allegations are false. Shouldn't you face criminal accusations and punishment yourself? Isn't that fair? Because otherwise, what kind of vindication do we have? This is not a two-way street. I want to float this idea. You should, I believe, if you make a false rape accusation, you should face the same amount of time in prison that the person would have faced if he had been found guilty of that crime. You should be prosecuted, in my mind. Maybe we need some new state laws to be drafted in order for that to occur. I know there are malicious prosecution statutes, things like that. But there should be consequences when you make up a lie about someone like this, in my opinion. We'll talk about it. 800-282-2882. Some of you may disagree. Some of you may agree. You can weigh in. Thanks to Dan Wetzel. I thought that was fantastic. And you should also ask yourself, why in the world is the vindication receiving a fraction of the attention that the accusation got? ESPN's not covering this at all. They dragged this guy through the mud when the accusation was made. They aren't sharing his vindication at all. Sheriff's Department in California got the attention of a cyber hacker last month. Hacker got into their computer systems, deposited ransomware. The cops were then locked out of nearly all their info, and they didn't have backup. The only way to get it back? Pay a ransom of $1.1 million. The Sheriff's Department paid half of it. The insurance company kicked in the other half. It didn't have to be that way, though. They should have used iDrive iDrive protects your computer data with safe and secure data backups on their own servers so you can access it at any time. This is crucial. If you rely on your computer, which the majority of us do, you need a backup of the backup. 
That's why we recommend you learn about iDrive. Look, guys, I recently wrote a book. My computer crashed halfway through it. I was able to find the rest of my book, but if I hadn't been, I would have lost my mind. I can't even tell you how sick I felt in the pit of my stomach about the idea of all the work I had done on that book, much of it being lost. iDrive is PC Magazine's Editor's Choice Award winner eight years in a row for the best cloud backup solution for consumers and businesses. That tells you all you need to know about how good they are. You can get hooked up right now. Protect yourself by going online to iDrive.com for the easiest secure cloud backup solution. Plans start at less than $7 a month. Use our names, Clay and Buck, as the promo code at checkout for 90% off your first year. iDrive.com, 90% off iDrive.com. Check them out. Protect yourself from all of the awfulness that can happen if your information is lost online. Get the best backup imaginable. Peace of mind for 7 bucks a month at iDrive.com. Helping you separate truth from fiction every single weekday. The Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. So Clay put out a question a moment ago. He was talking about the case of Matt Areza, 
who was let go from his NFL team for a a sexual assault allegation that now, based on extensive investigation by law enforcement authorities, seems to be not only um, incapable of being proven, but actually capable of being proven absolutely false, which reminds me of the uh, Duke lacrosse case, which was also um, a, a moment of somebody falsely, a, a number of individuals falsely accused horrendously. One of them was get at an ATM machine a mile or two away when the supposed gang rape occurred. You know, Clay, they didn't bring charges against that woman for even li- for lying under yeah. oath. And she later went on to murder a man, stabbed him in the heart, stabbed him to death. So she went on to be a murderer, unpunished for her lying about the the gang rape. Um, you have thoughts on on what should happen to I mean, I agree there should be if it is beyond a reasonable doubt that somebody lied about something that would send someone to prison. They should serve a prison term. I think that's yeah. I think that is justice. Yeah, because right now people say, OK, what's his recourse? Well, he could sue her civilly. Right. And say, oh, you're going to have to pay me damages. The reality is most people don't have that much money. Right. So this guy has lost his good name, millions of dollars potentially in lost income. The odds of most young women being able to have that kind of money to recover from virtually zero. But I think we have to even the playing field here. We have created this world where hashtag believe all women exists. And it's fundamentally the antithesis of everything that the Justice Department is supposed to represent. Lady Justice is blind. The idea that you would believe every man or every woman or every person of a certain race just based off an immutable characteristic is just flat out wrong. And I think we need laws passed that protect people from false accusations. And if false accusations are proven, we need consequences. Like, I think this girl should face jail time, just like the guy that she accused would have faced jail time. And I think it should be a mirror image in many ways of what he would have faced. That, to me, is what justice should and would look like. You know, one of the big challenges going on right now is we're dealing with just no masculinity, no testosterone. It's totally vanished in the world today. You know, testosterone levels down 50% compared to they were where they were in the 1970s. Your grandfather, your father, their generation probably had way more testosterone than the present one does. And that's not good. Testosterone is actually fantastic. Gives a lot of men out there the vim, vigor, vitality to go about their day. That's what chalk's taken care of. They have a male vitality stack. Leading ingredient replenishes deficient levels of testosterone. Just start this daily regimen. 20% of your T levels will be restored in three months' time. It's easy. Check it out. CHOQ.com. You get 35% off any chalk subscription for life when you use my name, C-L-A-Y. CHOQ.com. My name, Clay, for 35% off. Lines of truth. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. A lot of reaction rolling in as we continue to uh, to to have the fallout from the interview we had with Dan Wetzel about the fake uh, allegations of sexual assault and the fact that there is no real recourse, right? If you get accused of sexual assault and you are 100% innocent, your name as the guy gets dragged through the mud, the accuser never has her name published at all, if you're later vindicated, what options do you have? I guess you can sue civilly, 
But a lot of the time, you would never be able to get money back in that way. And it just prolongs the process, too, by the way. Then you're dealing with court systems ongoing. It's broken. I think it's a broken system. And, you know, we talked about this with Betsy DeVos uh, on the show, Buck, in many ways. Yeah, I mean, it's it's true on the college campuses. I'd also just say um, you, you, this did not get very much attention but you know we've mentioned the uh, the Epstein uh, situation and all on people who in, in any way were associated with him and then there were some specific allegations that were made you, you know that i mean this is from CNN i don't think people talked about this the accuser against uh Alan Dershowitz uh, Virginia Guffrey who is the cu- accuser has re- has recanted has said that she, she said just she made it up i didn't know made that. it up oh yeah said so, well she said she made a mistake I mean, you know, uh, it's a great I, point that you just made. I We've had Alan Dershowitz on this program. I knew that allegation had been made against him. I bet this is similar in that the allegation gets 10, 20, 30 times as much of the attention as the vindication, right? Because I yes. didn't even know that that had been removed, yeah. that allegation. against. This was Alan actually uh, late, late last year. She She has said she made a mistake. She was traumatized and he did not do anything wrong to her i mean that's you know the the quote is she may have made a mistake but it's effectively recanted you gotta imagine you know you're dershowitz now look he went he went all in all along defending his name with every aspect he's a a harvard lawyer his ability to defend himself is different than a college punter but i just think it's interesting how many people even know that the uh, allegation i didn't the named allegation against alan dershowitz recanted dropped he's an innocent man I know. I mean, this stuff happens. This stuff happens. Um, and we got a caller who says it happened to him. Uh, Josh in Wisconsin, uh, you say you were falsely accused in college? Yes, that's correct. Um, what happened? My Roughly, in, Yeah, appreciate you listening. Roughly in your story, what happened and what was the procedure like as a college kid accused of sexual assault in wisconsin what was that process yeah so uh claim buck there actually wasn't even any uh evidence that could have been brought um there was an allegation that i threatened to um sexually assault um so he said she said type of thing so you were Um, just accused of having threatened sexual assault not even actually having done any sexual assault so what happens when that accusation against you is made yeah, so there was actually um, repercussions at my campus job, and I got evicted from my uh, my housing. Just based on the allegation? Correct. You know, there are some yeah. places... Thank Look, thank you for calling in. And, and Sorry that uh, happened to you, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we're sorry that well. happened to you, and, you know, look, it, it's, happened to, uh, it's happened to other... Yeah, we, we mentioned the Duke lacrosse case. I mean, think about Rolling Stone will never be the same yeah. after the Rolling Stone UVA gang rape hoax. And I'm still, uh, to this day, I and mean, I was doing a solo radio show at the time, I remember when I was speaking to some some friends about that case, because um, I hadn't. They, they told me about it, and they started to tell me the details. And I said, that just doesn't, I said to them, I was like, I don't, that doesn't sound right. Not that it couldn't happen, but the story where it involved, uh, you know, her running through a fraternity party with glass in her back, screaming, and no one called the police. I was like, that's just, I mean, I've, I've been to some, I've yeah. been to a lot of fraternity parties. That's, there are ways these things go down and ways that they do not. And that, 
You know, if you have someone run through a party naked with glass in her back screaming that she's been attacked, people are calling the police at UVA, at, at any of these universities, okay? And apparently they were, this, this story, do you remember that? The, the line was, um, well, we, people didn't want it to affect their social life or something, which yeah, just was right. so, like, it, uh, anyway, I, I'm annoyed at myself because I wanted to come out against it right away. And actually, to his credit, I think Jonah Goldberg was one of the few people of, uh, I forget where he writes now. He was at Nash Review at the time who said, this story just doesn't add up. And it was a total hoax. I mean, yeah. t- the, the people didn't even exist. And Rolling Stone wrote an entire story about a total hoax gang rape. So, um, this is, you know, this is something that can happen in our society. Unfortunately, this is something that, and, and it's one of those areas too where you see in, the, in areas, particularly on campus of sexual assault law and also in, in family law. Um, there is a gender, there is a gender disparity and it, it, it goes against guys. Oh, a hundred percent. And look, this can be a well-intentioned idea. For instance, rape shield laws exist because there is the idea that there is shame in being the victim of a rape. And so you may not be willing to come forward. So I understand the basis for the existence of this, the system in place. But I also think you have to contemplate the way it's being applied. And for anybody out there who has sons or grandsons, and by the way, I would say for granddaughters or or daughters as well, these processes are kangaroo courts as they are associated. You just heard from that that caller as they're applied in college campuses. We don't do a good job with these cases on a national level and criminal cases. We certainly don't do a good job with them in college. But what I would just ask for everybody out there is this matter raise a case now is emblematic of something that may not happen very often. But if it happens at all, I think it deserves to be addressed. And that is what happens when you are accused of rape, which other than Buck uh, murder or maybe being accused of being a pedophile is probably the worst thing you can say about a guy. Right. He raped me. Yeah. Other than pedophile or murder, and can can I yeah. just point out, Clay, as we're discussing this, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't mean to cut yeah, you yeah, off. No, I just you're... It's, um, right now, I mean, Joe Biden has been credibly accused of sexual assault, um, and there's a there's a trial that is going, it's civil trial of Donald Trump accusing him of sexual assault 30 years ago. Clearly, you know something is something is going on here where I I think this is increasingly. In the post Kavanaugh, in you know Kavanaugh going forward, this is now used as a political weapon, where you accuse people of now. In the Biden case, look, I'm a Republican. I don't like Biden. I have never heard an explanation of the situation that would just dismiss this woman's allegation against Joe Biden, and somehow she's just also disappeared from the conversation. But with Donald Trump, they have all the. They, remember when they were talking about like 30 women came out or something, and and then you talked about it. It's like well. What did he do? Well, we're at a party and he grabbed me and kissed me. And it's like, well, did you want him to? And did you fight? And did you, you know, was that, it was just kissing? Like, I mean, you actually see all this stuff now being used as, I mean, clearly with Ka- Kavanaugh, didn't he? I mean, the allegation was that he even tried to do something. And of course, that was it. Kavanaugh was Duke Lacrosse case esque. And there was no basis for this whatsoever. Couldn't even prove that this woman had ever met him, ever been in the same place as him. And there were a lot of rape allegations made against Kavanaugh that they never even brought forward. Remember, there were three different women they did bring forward, all lying. One of them, though, or not one of them, a number of them they didn't even introduce 
because Clay, nobody was going to believe them. And I, I think it goes to, shouldn't there be laws in place? To me, it makes perfect sense. If you make up a rape allegation, and it's 100% untrue, why should the woman, and by the way, it could be a man because it could be a same-sex rape uh, accusation that's not true, but why should the accuser not face criminally the same uh, potential charges in terms of time behind bars that the person they tried to put behind bars faces? Like, Why should you be able to levy, just for everybody out there thinking, why should you be able to levy an awful accusation against someone? And if it's proven that you 100% made it up, why should there be no criminal consequences for you? Like this girl. Can I I point out that she should face something? I, I brought up the Duke lacrosse accuser because she should have been charged with perjury. That That is there. She swore under oath that these men, you know, there are perjury charges. They just never charged them. Yeah. But you're talking about it, even an escalation of for something even more. Because a perjury charge, you know, you're going to go to prison for it's, like It's also three tough to prove perjury because under oath, what exactly, that's a technicality. But for people out there who have ever tried to get involved in a perjury case, Proving what someone knew can be challenging. But, again, when it's 100% clear that what you allege did not happen, why should there be no consequences? And, again, you you point out in the Duke lacrosse case, well, they filed a lawsuit, they got money, civil damages, that's fine. But you just used, I think, a great example there, the Alan Dershowitz case. I'm pretty plugged in on stories. I somehow missed that he had been 100% vindicated. I saw his denial but I didn't know that she had basically retracted and recanted the allegation of sexual assault. Yeah. How does good for him for getting out there they, and you know defending himself fraction. every step? The fraction of the attention comes for the vindication as comes for the accusation. Yeah, right, we'll close up shop here in a few moments, friends. Eight hundred two eight two two eight eight two. What do you think of this conversation or anything we talked about today on the show? You know, it's always heartwarming to hear of someone or an organization out there who's doing God's work. Preborn's network of clinics is one of those organizations. They put 100% of their focus as a nonprofit on pregnant women and unborn babies. Most often, they seek out opportunities to help pregnant women who are feeling alone and being pressured to make the ultimate choice, a choice between life or abortion for their unborn child. When a distressed mother comes to Preborn, she is welcomed with open arms and offered a free ultrasound to hear and see the precious life inside of her. From those special moments, most of the time, she will choose life. This Mother's Day, you can help bring life to both a mother in need and an at-risk baby. One ultrasound costs only $28 to save a life. Five ultrasounds are $140. Every penny goes toward loving mothers and babies. And when you become a monthly sponsor, you'll receive pictures and stories of lives you help to save. It doesn't get more real than that. To get involved, simply dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound two five zero. Say baby or visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B U C K sponsored by preborn. Geek out with the guys on the Sunday hang with Clay and Buck podcast. A new episode every Sunday. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Closing up shop here on Clay and Buck. Thanks for rolling with us. Want to tell you to please um, check out uh, our first of all VIP ClayandBuck.com. Become a VIP subscriber. You can email us. Also, the Clay and Buck podcast. Um, it's a phenomenal uh, stream of. Different content you can listen to there. The Sunday Hang goes up there. Uh, I spoke to, gosh, Ryan Gerdusky last week, Roma Duravi from the Trump White House. Really interesting. Ryan says Trump has no chance of winning. I'm just I'm just reporting the facts that Trump has no chance of winning based on the numbers right now. Then fast forward a day later, I talked to Roma, who was worked in the Trump White House. She says Trump's the only one who can win, and she has complete confidence. And, you know, the, the data this week, I mean, the polling – so I'm just, you know, we're putting all kinds of voices out right there. Where are you on those two arguments? Ooh, I'm on the, it, it all, it all matters what happens between, I, I think that here's what I would say. Being set in what is best and what's going to happen politically now ignores what's going to happen in the world between now and when we decide, right? So we've already said we'll crawl over broken glass to make sure Trump beats Joe Biden, but we also have to take into account, you know, you're, you think Biden may not even be the nominee. We'd still yeah. have Trump, obviously. But I'm just saying there's there are a number of things that are going to change dramatically between now and then. I think 
a Trump campaign that is focused and a uh, and a Trump campaign that goes back to the core message of 2016, I think that Trump campaign can can beat Joe Biden. Um, now, is it Joe Biden and what's the economy look like in a year and everything else? But that's why it's a snapshot in time. And we have to just keep evolving with the facts as they evolve as to how, you know, this border thing, Clay, I mean, this could be a real nightmare for Democrats. And it could be the primary uh, mode of attack, I think, at least on policy against Biden, depending on how this shakes out, because I don't think they have a way of I don't think they can turn off the faucet. They, They won't be able to do it. If Biden is the nominee and people who listen to this show know today, I laid out why I'm increasingly of the opinion that the relief pitcher may be in the bullpen for Biden and that this is the time when they would yank him out of the proverbial game, not allow him to run again. If Biden, however, is the nominee, if I'm wrong and they ride Biden all the way to 2024, I think any Republican nominee can beat him because I just come back to, I think he's going to be so much worse, Buck. By November of 2024, and I understand the Fetterman argument of his health doesn't ultimately matter, but I think the difference with Fetterman, a couple of things. One, 50% of the vote for Fetterman was already in before that debate even happened. So a lot of people had already made their mind up. They had already voted. And then the second part of this is, I think Biden, the, the idea with Fetterman that they sold was he could get better. And that is at least right. Opt- Biden is only de- declining. Biden is going to be hiding. There's like we all know what's happening. Here. No and way that he's possibly going to get better in any way. And everyone knows it. There, there's another consideration, I think, as well for Fetterman that doesn't apply to Biden. A senator doesn't really lead. I'm yeah, not trying to, you know, I'm just going to yeah. say this. Right. I mean, we've got some great Republican senators who listen, but um, a senator's job can be done by just voting the way the constituents want effectively right yeah there's or the party wants the constituents right. may not want it at all yeah well, but that's what that's what i mean yeah. right so Fetterman. so you can make an argument that as long as fetterman checks the box for whatever the democrat agenda is doesn't really matter like you know can anyone off the top of their head who doesn't live in south dakota name both senators from south dakota right now i mean you know you start to go down this and um you see that it's a but the president's different right the president has the not only responsibility of executive orders, signing bills, and all that, this is who, if things were to get really ugly, let's say, in Ukraine, and all of a sudden the Russians, you know, what does Joe Biden do if the Russians attack into uh, into Poland and hit U.S. facilities there that are assisting the Ukraine? It's just theoretically. Yeah. Does anyone want Joe Biden to be answering that phone call? That matters when you're president. That's one thing Hillary got right. Right, That 3 a.m. phone call that she talked about, the president is the ultimate decider. And I think most people have made the decision, according to that Washington Post poll, over 60% of people don't think that Joe Biden has the mental or physical fitness to be president. If I'm the Democrat Party and I'm looking at those numbers, you can argue for Fetterman, okay, he's going to get better. And to your point, you can argue he's just one of 51 or whatever. He's not really a unitary executive. Biden's not getting better. And I left this out of the whole Biden equation for uh, where we're heading here politically and as a nation. Um, I I now think, remember our friend Julie Kelly said 110%. Um, I think that they're going to bring a serious federal charge, incitement to insurrection against Donald Trump. I think the special counsel is going to do it, which which just means I I don't know what that means other than, oh, my God, the world's going to get crazy. I think they're going to do it, though. 
Uh, wanted to get we won't get to her right now, but Jennifer in Fort Bragg called in North Carolina, and she had a really good point. She said we're right about this story and the way we've been talking about it with Matt Areza. She also said lying women hurt real victims. Yep. I think that's a very important point because when you don't trust somebody they lied, you don't trust somebody sometimes when they're honest. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 